I think we should forfeit. Listen, I didn't get dragged down here just to get my butt whipped by a bunch of ugly monsters. I ain't going out like that. We're letting them push us around. We gotta fight them back. We gotta take it to them. Hey everyone, you're listening to another fantastic episode of the Slim Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Shaden Smith, here with your co-host, Colton Davidson. we got a special guest on here today, our general manager, or whatever we call you. Friend. Calvin. Yeah. Calvin. I'm just, I'm just here, yeah, friend, <laughs> just general Calvin. manager, whatever works. Alright, well, today we're just, you know, going to go through the basics, talk about the Thunder mm-hmm. Warriors series, you know, kind of go through the playoffs, but we're going to start with my famous trivia questions. First one's kind of in the, you know, really NBA. The second one's just something I thought was fun because I I'm I'm fun. Yeah. All right. I want you to tell me which who said this? What NBA player said this? He said, "I don't want to play 10 years in the NBA and die of a heart attack." And then he proceeded to ha- he proceeded to play 10 years in the NBA and then he died of a heart attack at 40. <laughs> he literally at did 40? exactly what he said. He uh, said, "I don't want to die of a heart attack at 40." And then he died of a heart attack at 40. Who I, said this? Dude, I don't. Famous NBA player. Really famous NBA player. Really old famous NBA player. Um, From way back in the day. I don't... I don't know. I, I don't... Anything? Dr. J. Doc, Dr. J is still alive. Yeah, <laughs> see, like, that's the thing, though, is that a lot of the basketball guys I know that used to play in the NBA are still, yeah. still alive today. You know, All right, so, so y'all give up? Yeah, I give up. I have no idea. Um, you gotta give me one guess. I mean, oh, this is rough. Okay. Um, I don't know who died. How? What? What era are we talking about? Like sixties, seventies? We're, we're talking about like around Doctor J ish time, like George Gervin time, around then. Yeah, um, I don't even know who George Gervin is. Iceman. Yeah, Man. okay. I'm gonna, go with, I'm gonna go with George Gervin just because that's... George Gervin is alive. He's <laughs> <laughs> the rival of Tom Cruise in Top Gun. What? Just get, get off <laughs> this podcast. Rival's a weird <laughs> Rival's a weird connotation to use with that uh, Anyway. Are you so... ready? It is Pete Maravich. Oh, Pistol Pete Maravich. Pistol Pete. The All right. Atlanta Hawks. No All right. Now this one I, this one Wait. I want to do. Okay. Just be, you don't know who Pete Maravich is? No idea. Oh my gosh. YouTube. Just Why do I have YouTube. you as my co host? YouTube. All right. I put this one there just because I love uh-huh. the game NBA Jam. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Okay. By the way, we should get guys together and play NBA Jam. Okay. The creator of NBA Jam hated this team so much that he embedded a code in the game to where this team could not make a last second shot. Like the team in the NBA Jam, like it's impossible for them to make a last second shot. Which team is it? The Lakers. Not the Lakers. Uh, so I'm trying to think of when NBA Jam was made. Rockets? Rockets. It's not the Rockets. Jazz. Not the Jazz. It's a pretty big name, though. Celtics? No. Pretty Uh, big name. Well. A big name. Um... <laughs> Pretty big name here. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Super we, said, we said Lakers this and team, Celtics this already. Team basically ruled the nineties. Bulls. The Bulls. Yeah. The uh, Chicago Bulls. The Bulls. The NBA. The creator of NBA Jam hated them so much that he made it to where they couldn't make a last second shot, which I think is hilarious. That is awesome. Who's he? Who's he? Who's his team? Do we know? I don't. It doesn't say. I don't Probably. even know who the creator of NBA Jam was, but he hated the Bulls. 
So I'm you not going to argue those like side by side comparisons of uh, the like Kobe Bryant's first time he was in a video game versus now. It's pretty crazy. Like like looking at the differences oh, yeah. between it's like pixels. Like what the yeah, it's like just like just like a pixel, a square pixel, dude. And like then, Kobe's lived through like all the generations of like HD to like SD to uh, oh, whatever yeah. almost black and white ones, but not black and white. It's you know ridiculous. Like almost black and white TV. Oh, but like, almost, oh like that not. is true. Kobe Bryant was like on my like Nintendo sixty four. Kobe Bryant. He's old. playing games then. I know. Yeah, yeah. We my friend had an old Nintendo sixty four game with Kobe Bryant on there. I always beat Tim Duncan though, because in those games Tim Duncan was like a eighty percent three point shooter. <laughs> the old NBA games were not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it. All right. Anyways, let's jump right into here. Um, so I want to ask you guys. Um, the second round of the playoffs has just started. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know what's going on with the Thunder. We were supposed to have a guest on here today, yep. but that kind of fell through the roof. So um, we're just going to kind of – we can talk about the Thunder Warrior Rockets for a little bit. Um, I said Warriors. but um, Yeah, it's okay. Before we go to that, I kind of want to just talk about uh, the, the second round of the playoffs right now. What are you guys kind of like prediction-wise? Who do you think is going to come out? Who do you think is going to go to the Eastern Western Finals? What's going to happen? What about you, Colton? All right, I think it's gonna be in the East. It's gonna be a Boston. Um, it's gonna be a Boston Cleveland series for the finals. Cleveland's probably gonna win it. Um, Boston showed last night that they've got the superstar to really get them to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I don't think they're gonna beat the Cleveland Cavaliers, but uh, they really manhandled the Wizards last night. And I mean, even though it went into overtime, you really can't say it manhandled. But like they were in control of the over the whole overtime period. And uh, it was it was an awesome game to watch seeing Isaiah Thomas score fifty three points. Yeah, fifty three. I mean, and he, it was incredible what he did last night. And then in the East, or excuse me, in the West, um, I think after that first game, the Spurs don't look like they have anybody that can defend the big man on the pick and roll. Um, and then if they're they're gonna have to at some point switch and probably start playing Kawhi Leonard exclusively on James Harden because he's the only player on the team that can slow him down. Which I think they should have been doing from the first place, but I think it's. I still think that the, I think the Rockets are going to beat the Spurs, Shaden. That's as much, bold. As, as much as it hurts me to say it, I think that the Rockets beat the Spurs. Yeah, I don't want to. Oh man, well I'll go that. I'll go back to that in a little bit. But going back to the Celtics, um, man, Isaiah Thomas has just been playing his heart out. Think mm-hmm. about all, everything real. he's been through. If I was in his situation, I would literally be sitting in my room in the dark for like the next few months. Yeah. His sister died. He got his tooth knocked out. Yeah, that's that'd be what that'd be what really put you in the new room. And then, you know, he got that little re- replacement thing, and then the like first, what was it? First, like couple minutes of the first game, he's back with it. He, he lands his face on the oh. ground, and everyone's like freaking <laughs> out because they're like really scared at him. He goes out and drops fifty three, and wins it in overtime. They were they were down by almost twenty points at one point in the game. And they came back and won the game off of Isaiah Thomas's incredible night. Oh, yeah. Like, that is just ridiculous what he's doing. And he's having a fantastic playoffs. And I think that's just amazing. What are I mean, I thought the – see, I, before coming into this series, you know, the Wizards and Celtics already had a kind of a uh, – I don't know, kind of like a conflict earlier in the season when they played a couple games. And then Washington wore, like, all black one game because they said it was a funeral that they were going to. Before they played the Celtics, which was great. Yeah, uh, the storylines are awesome. But then, I mean, I just I thought I thought the Wizards had the game last night. You know, I mean, I, I really thought they had it like at the end of the third quarter. 
Isaiah Thomas goes crazy, and a lot of just a lot of physicality in this game. I mean, this is like the refs aren't necessarily like letting these guys play because they're definitely like double technicals immediately on everything and stuff, any confrontations. But I don't know. I just thought the Wizards were gonna get one of these first two games. I'm yeah. really surprised the way that the first game, like the Wizards, didn't get blown out necessarily, in my opinion. But they definitely, I mean, they definitely lost by. I think they lost by 11, and it definitely wasn't that close the whole game. And last night's game, the one thing I took away from it is that the Celtics just, I, they're either driving the paint or whatever's going on, but the Celtics are getting a lot more foul calls than the Wizards, That's too, good. which is something I think you got to take into effect. Like, how how many times are we just going to go, okay, you know, the Wizards are not shooting as many free throws as the other team they're playing against because they didn't shoot as many as the Hawks in the first round. They're definitely not shooting as many in the second round. I think something's got to change about that. Are you blaming the officials? Or are you bl- are you saying that I think, not, are you saying that like the Wizards aren't doing a good job of like getting into the paint and doing that kind of deal? Um, I, you know, I think it's a little bit more like the Wizards' fault, really, because every single time I see like Marcin Gortat go up for, you know, he either has like a wide open, not a wide open layup, but he's like an easy catch and shoot layup, um, or Markeith Morris, who's on the team, who is literally identical to his brother. As I figured out last night, literally, um, literally they got the same tattoos and everything, man. Like they're messing with people. Um, <laughs> but like Marquis, for, for all we know, they just switch. Yeah, game. I mean, I'm sure Marcus wasn't playing last night. Uh, we know Marcus sucks. Sorry, <laughs> I don't continue. know. Um, but yeah, like he's shooting, he's shooting some shots like 12, 15 foot jumpers and stuff like that. I think they need someone who's like slashing down by the rim every single possession, trying to get that hole. I don't try and get the whole like stigma of hey we need foul calls like we you know we we gotta drive at the rim we gotta go at the basket to get the other guys in foul trouble because last night Markeith and Gortat fouled out in mm. like the right as overtime started yeah which is huge for them they don't have really a bench yeah, yeah. and I agree with you uh, you were saying that Washington I mean it's been a very physical series and Boston is one of the most physical teams out there like they're gonna get into you they're they pride themselves on like great defense um. And I think if, if the Wizards want a chance to beat them, because I just don't think the Wizards are deep enough, because Boston's just got too much. And I think if the Wizards are going to want to beat them, the Wizards are going to have to come out and play with that physicality. And um, which I think they've been playing good. And I love it when two teams are going at it like this, like, you know, just bruising each other. But I think the Wizards got to believe that they can just, you know, fight it out. Like Charles Barkley the other day was talking about the, the Cleveland Cavaliers Raptors series. And he was saying the Raptors will not win because the Raptors do not think they can win. And because it, it's 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 a mindset. It really is. Like, if you go into a basketball game, you got to believe that you're going to win. Because if you don't think you can win, you're not going to win. And I think that's one of the things that um, I really respect about the Washington Wizards is they believe they can beat anyone. And I, I think that's I still got Boston winning this, but I would not be surprised if this series goes to a game seven. I really wouldn't. Because I feel like Washington has that ability, has those players, has that mindset to really bring them back into this series, even though they're down, you know, oh two. So, which is something I don't think the Raptors have. I really do think the Raptors just don't believe they can beat the Cavaliers, which is why I think the Raptors will most likely get swept in this round. But you think the Raptors going to get swept? I really do. I think the Raptors will get swept, and I think the Raptors are—they uh, have so many good players, and I love Dwayne Casey. I think he's a good coach, but if you, they are the nastiest looking basketball team to watch in the league. They really are. 
Like you just you watch them. There's nothing to their offense. It's just give the ball to someone and just let that person have play ISO. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's no substance to their their offense, and it drives me crazy. It's like Greg Popovich nightmare in Toronto. <laughs> Greg Popovich. You've like, said that a team. couple of times on a podcast. Before. It is. It drives me <laughs> yeah. insane. You've been saying that for a minute. Well, okay. I'll I'll recap. So I think I, I got the Wizards in six yeah. in this series, and the reason why I do is because last last night really was like the exclamation point on that the Celtics have to play at such a high level to beat the Wizards at home. You know, Isaiah Thomas has to have score fifty three points. Yeah. Two Wizards players who are. I mean, Jason Smith is is not a good big man. I'm just I don't think I'm breaking any news there on that one. And he's one of the backups that they have. So, and and Kelly Oubre Jr. Kelly Oubre is Kelly Oubre. not the greatest player either. Yeah. He's not. So last night the Wizards had Gortat and Markeith foul out within I think a minute or two minutes both of overtime. Yeah. And then the Wizards still. Almost won that game in overtime without those guys. I just think the Celtics just, they need so much. And then the Celtics outshot the Wizards by like 10 plus, I think, free throw or 10 plus fouls or something or 10 plus free throws attempted as well. I just think the Celtics like needed so much from everyone last night to get that win. You know, they had Terry Rozier hit a clutch shot as well. So I, I, I just think the Wizards in six, I think the Wizards will win both at home. They'll win that game five because that's this is the only way to mathematically work, of course. But I think they'll win that game five back in Boston. I got confidence in them doing yeah. that. Wizards winning four straight is really like hard to think about, but I will say I agree with what you're saying. And also, Bradley Beal, the Wizards' second best player, has been non-existent in this yeah, series. Yeah, he so hasn't far. shown up. He was John, he was one of nine from three point land last night. I want to mention something else. John Wall did miss a free miss a really big time free throw that would have put them up by a point before going into overtime. So mm-hmm. there's something else there to make. To and, and Beal, like, short, sh- like, Wall and Beal both had a shot within, like, the last five seconds of the game, I think. Wall had a very contested shot by Marcus Smart, OK State alum, or OK State player, at least. I don't think he graduated I don't from think here. He graduated either. Uh, yeah. He um, huh? He didn't graduate. Yeah. But go Marcus Smart. Um, <laughs> go Marcus Smart. Uh, but then, you know, John Wall shot short, and then, of course, Bradley Beal got the rebound, and he shot short, too, and get. Man, that just should not have like if you're the Wizards, that's not a not a lot of confidence in those yeah. guys now. I think the Wizards are a great team. I just think Boston's just got too much, and they're too much of a defensive team. And I think the Wizards just have a lot of young guys who don't have a very much playoff experience at all. So I think that will ultimately be the downfall for Washington. But I do think that Washington will come back, and and like I said, I think Boston will win. But I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to a game seven that would be pretty awesome and uh seven. i i think i mean even though boston's up too i think this series has been insanely we fun haven't so had far. a game seven yet in uh, uh this year's playoffs have we oh uh, we, ha- we had the clippers, clippers utah jazz. Oh, clippers, clippers utah. utah and then utah one which which i mean if y'all ready we can transfer over to the western conference yeah because we really need it. to talk about toronto and cleveland i i i think toronto could win a game at home but i'm not i wouldn't bet on it like I, I think I, it's possible, but I, I was reading an it. article last night about you know some people were saying oh Serge Ibaka is really doing well for the Rockets. We're looking at it; they're 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 they have a worse record since he came to him. He hasn't been that good for him at all. He hasn't his defensive numbers have gone down, but he has been hitting a lot of threes for him. But that's about it. He has. He was like four or four from three point land in that first game or something. Yeah. If that's right. Um, speaking of this, this is nothing really to do. I just thought this was interesting. Dante Jones is back playing with Cleveland, you know? Mm-hmm. His his salary 
for the season is $9,000. How does that happen? That's my question. I don't know, but it's $9,000 and he got teed up and was fined 6000 And so they were like... <laughs> yeah. But LeBron said he'd pay it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Like, that's yeah. like that's that's just pocket change for LeBron, but it's it's just funny to me. Like it's like if you're getting paid that much, maybe you know, keep it cool a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it was in like the funny. 18 seconds left in the game, he got teed, he got teed up and thrown out. Like 18 seconds, man. Come on. What are we? But anyways, I that's Draymond Green impression right there. Yeah, but the Raptors just got run in Cleveland the other night. It didn't show like like Raptors any life. Shaden's right. They don't really have an offense. DeRozan could go off and have 40, but I think Kyle Lowry's got to go also just go off and go crazy and also close to have close to 40 for them to have a shot at winning. I don't see, I mean, I don't know. I don't see the junkyard dog, P.J. Tucker, really, like, taking him anywhere. Yeah. I don't see Serge Ibaka just taking him anywhere, and I definitely don't see Valachunas taking him anywhere. Nope. So yeah. The scariest thing about that, too, is I, I don't think LeBron has, has showed his playoff LeBron yet so far in this playoff. Mm-hmm. So he won't need to. Until that, they that's make it unless... that's what's because when he flips that switch, the Cavaliers are a whole different team. Oh yeah, and so I think that'll that's kind of will really freak out Toronto. But uh, but yeah, I just I I love Toronto and I like their players. DeRozan and Lowry are two of my favorite players in the league. I think they're awesome and just hilarious dudes. But I just don't think that team has anything to really give. I, I just I don't think they're gonna go anywhere. Yeah, but anyways. Let's talk about my boys, Utah. Yeah. Didn't they get wrecked by Golden State last night? Yes, they did. What was the final score? Absolutely wrecked. It was 106 to 94. It wasn't that bad. That was just 12. It wasn't that bad. Not that bad. But to be fair, Golden State, you know, were playing their their trash guys for the last, you know, second half of the game. Just, you know, shout out, you know, Gordon Hayward, you come and team up with Russell Westbrook, you might give give the Golden State Warriors a run for their money. Maybe. Uh, (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. I just think Steph Curry has just been – Steph Curry does this every year where he's just absolutely ridiculous in the playoffs, and then it gets to the finals, and he's just not there. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't He exist. gets beat up, like, eventually, though. I mean, okay, to be honest here, if Steven Adams sets that same backside screen that he set on Beverly, on oh, Curry, so Curry's awesome. no longer, like, with us. <laughs> like, Curry's currently in a coma in the ICU, like – in Oklahoma City, because yeah. they couldn't have flown him out, you know, like, or in Houston, wherever. I, yeah, you know, in Houston, or you know, you know what I mean. But we know what you mean. Like, Curry doesn't have good ankles. Like the first two seasons in the league, that's why no one, no one really knew about him. No yeah. one thought the Warriors were going to be good because Curry like had ankle issues the first two years. And remarkably, he had really good, really good health the year that they won the title and didn't play anyone, but didn't play any point guards, but. That's beside the point. Yeah. That's beside. They got to leave that in the past, you know. Yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, like Beverly just like hops up and he's going. But I don't think Curry would really hop up like I that. Don't know. I I I think I might be with you. Steven Adams is a large man. I think if Steven Adams yeah, checked me like that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be here with us either. Yeah. Oh, like, I'd be dead. Like I don't think like any of us Curry survived it. Curry's like two to three inches shorter than I am. Maybe three. I thought Curry's 6'3". I think he he's he's put at six three, but I don't know if he. Yeah, he's put at six six three, but I don't know if he's actually really that tall. But yeah, if Steph Curry gets hit by that. He's. he's but tall. Steph, it's okay. But Steph Curry also, even though he's got According, some muscle on his bones, he's listed at six three one ninety. 
Okay, so yeah, so okay, so Curry is an inch. He, he's definitely he's de- he's he's like we're like, okay, we're supposedly the same height, and he weighs fifty pounds less than me. So yeah, if he gets knocked down on the floor, I don't think he's getting back up. And if I get knocked down on the floor, I don't think I'm getting back up. But that's why anyone <laughs> setting a backside screen. Yeah, that if that's would... you later tonight, Cole. And I don't think I'm getting back up. Yeah, <laughs> checking Dude, my head on the floor. Who? What was it? Never mind, this isn't relevant. But someone was setting hard screens against me the other day when we played basketball, and it was just destroying me. I'm pretty Corey. sure it was, oh, it was Corey. It was Corey. I would yeah. Pause it was Corey. Yeah. Anyways, getting back to it, I got a question for you. Uh, the Warriors win the championship this year. If. Who, if they do, who wins uh, finals MVP for that team this year? JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee is <laughs> JaVale McGee could win the most improved player. Like, Dark Horse. Now, he's not going to, but, man, the Warriors really believe in him. And also, let's, I'm I'm just going to say this. If Mitchell Solomon was four inches taller, so he was seven feet tall, and all of a sudden he just started playing for Golden State tomorrow, I think he'd be 90% better than he is right now. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't really have to do a lot. He could just kind of hang back and then, oh, I can block a shot. Let's go. You know, I mean, Javel yeah. McGee's like a freakish athlete, like with how tall he is and how well he can move. But he's always been on all the Shaqton and Fool stuff because I, he just always tried to do too much. Every single time I've ever seen him on Shaqton and Fool, he's dribbling the ball at half court. Your seven-foot-tall guy should not be dribbling the ball at half court. Me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> We have a history of Colton trying to bring the ball up the court and things go wrong. Horribly yeah. wrong. I, we love you, Colton. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, but to answer your question though, I I think it's I think it's I think it's Curry. Like I don't think because I think what KD does on a basketball court, we're kind of just yeah yeah that's him. Like I don't think it's like you know because KD makes a shot or, or something, it's kind of like oh yeah that's that's what he does. Like he just you know he plays within like. He plays within a system. Steph Curry does the exact same thing. But Curry will go up and he'll just shoot like some crazy three pointer from just deep. And that's just, that always seems like the dagger. And, you know, yeah. that seems like an emphatic play. Whereas KD seems to just kind of make systematic might, plays, if that makes sense. I might say KD because KD can bring some defensive stuff to the table because he's so freaking long and athletic. Um, I think that's where. He started really showing strides in Oklahoma City last season as being a, as being a solid defensive player, shutting down James Harden in that one game where he blocked the shot to keep us. I think it was an overtime against Houston, and then again, um, I think this year especially, I think he's really become a good, an actually good defender. I think I think that could see people could see that him being the two way player, and then I, he, if he's probably a, a magical moment or two away from probably getting an MVP in the. In the, in the finals. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kevin Durant too. Uh, but the reason I'm gonna say is just because you know R- Steph Curry has a history of just being non-existent in the finals, and I'm not saying that's gonna continue. But you never the Cavaliers kind of got Kyrie Irving is kind of in Steph Curry's head right now, and uh, the reason I'm gonna say Kevin Durant is because Kevin has been to the finals once, and when he went to the finals, he was our whole team. I don't know if y'all remember that, but when the Thunder went to the finals, Durant destroyed. No one else could do anything. It was all Kevin. He's the reason we won that game, that one game we won. And so I think he's going to be in that situation where he's like, okay, I'm back in the finals. It's time for me to redeem myself. I think he's going to step up his game, really go at it, play like he did in the 2012 finals. He'll easily have a better team than and, he did before. Oh, he'll have a way better team, but I'm just saying it's 
I think he's just going to really step up his game and kind of go at it and be like the Kevin Durant that we've seen from a few years ago where he was just absolutely automatic. And that's that's kind of something I'm a little excited for. Some, yeah. you know, LeBron and Kevin Durant going at each other again. So I just I think Steph Curry is a great player and I hope he has a good finals, but you know, his track record right now is not looking too good. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, back to the Utah Warriors. What do you think? You think who you think's coming out of that? Uh, I mean, I could maybe see the Jazz winning a game somehow, maybe. But I, I think I'd be, I'd be more likely to see them get swept. I'm not sure. Okay, I'm the biggest Boris Diaw fan on the planet. Okay, Boris Diaw's the greatest. But <laughs> debatable. But go ahead. But, um, I, I just I can't see like. Utah is just has too many guys who don't have a lot of playoff experience. They're too I mean they have some really good guys who have, but they just don't have enough. The yeah. Warriors are just too much. And like even last night if you watched the game, the Warriors were just toying with them it looked like. And they were just wrecking. So I don't I can't see Utah winning a game. I just don't think it's going to happen. When I was watching the game last night, I watched until I think the third quarter was over or something, but Every single time, the Utah would just have a little bit of a run. You know, just a little bit of a run to make it a closer game. Not a close, but like a closer, like within seven points or so. Then it just seemed like Golden State was like, oh, they're within seven. All right, guys, we got to play now. Like, it was just, it, it's it's crazy, like the ability. I mean, if, if KD and, you know, if they weren't the Warriors, they'd be a lot more fun to watch for me, I guess. But because the way they play basketball, it's just, it's, I mean, it's cool. Like they it, just they really make a is. lot of baskets with ease. Like the way they play basketball just looks. It makes it look easy, you know. Someone will drive down in the paint and just kick it out to three other guys on the perimeter for an open three. It's crazy. So here's a good question: If if the Rockets do get past the Spurs, do you see the Rockets even making the making a competitive? Do you see who do you see being more competitive, the Spurs or the Rockets against the Warriors? Which do you, which do you see them with the more competitive series there? Since Lamarcus Aldridge now looks like a ghost, I would say the Rockets. Since Lamarcus Aldridge is is getting back down in the paint by Ryan Anderson, I'd say that to the Rockets. I keep seeing keep saying seeing things about how the the Rockets are are well, the Spurs. Everybody you know everybody thinks the Spurs are so good, and they're like exposed like every single one of their big men can't can't defend the pick and roll against the Rockets. Whereas you know the Thunder kind of had that with Stephen Adams and things like that. So there's that. Well, okay, I. So the Rockets made a, um, like I think a uh, postseason. I thought it was just um, a franchise record or a franchise. It was yeah, it's either franchise postseason or just like a franchise record period of twenty two threes in a game to blow out the Spurs. By the way, to blow them out. Yeah, they're gonna have to shoot like that. They're gonna have to do something like twenty two threes again, and they're gonna have to keep doing it to have a chance to beat the Warriors. Because basically. The only way I see the Rockets beating the Warriors is beating them at their own game. It's beating is using pick and rolls where JaVel McGee just looks dumb out there, you know, where he doesn't have any confidence anymore at all. I mean, he he really shouldn't from his history in the league, but he does this year. Uh, you know, having Clay Thompson and, you know, just look like an idiot. And then if you can get a bunch of Steph Curry, Garden Harden, that's where I think the Rockets could really have a good yeah. shot because if Curry is having to is fouling hardened, where all of a sudden he's in foul trouble, he can't play a lot of the game and stuff like that. I don't think the Warriors are going to do that. Um, of course, you know we'll see if Steve Curry is able to come back for that series or not because currently he's doing some back issues. But I just to, add, to beat the Warriors, I think there's two ways to do it. 
There's either the way Oklahoma City almost did last year, which is basically having two superstars on the court who can both make clutch shots when needed, who can both drive the basket when needed, who are both like freaks on the court. Like Westbrook with his speed, Durant with his size and ball handling skills, right? And then their size. Like, you know, Adams and Cantor and Ibaka last year. That's almost how we beat the Warriors last year. You know, we we're really, really close. Yeah. And I think that, you know, or you know, kind of the Cavs brand of basketball it is, slowing everything really down, really far down, stuff like that. That's a way you can beat the Warriors. And the other way is to out do what they do, which is what that's the only chance the Rockets really have. I mean, if Nene could go off for twenty eight points, like he did against us, which I think is possible. I don't see. I don't know who on the Warriors is stopping them from scoring, but that that's the way to beat the Warriors. I completely agree with you. I think if Houston wants to even compete with the Warriors, they're going to have to do it. They're going to have to outscore them. Like that's how Houston's going to beat them. So, um, but yeah, they're they're going to have to outscore them. And the thing about Houston is Houston has one defender. They have Patrick Beverly, who I will say is a great defender. Houston doesn't have anyone to play defense. They don't have a very good defensive Trevor team. Trevor Ariza's pretty good. Trevor Ariza was good. Trevor Ariza today is not that good of a defender. Kevin Durant can eat him alive. And so, um, anyways, I just I just think Houston doesn't have all that people, but I do think Steph Curry can't guard anyone of Houston's starters. I think... James Harden will eat Steph Curry alive. I think he's just got too much, which I think Steph Curry would have a great game, just not on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. So that's a really interesting that's a really interesting thing to think about. Um, who would win that series? I think it'd be a fun series, and there would be like 800 threes a game. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. It's, it's just kind of like it's the Golden State superstars versus the Houston douchebags, and we'll just <laughs> have to freaking... <laughs> I mean, honestly, that that would be a really fun series. I'm not going to deny that might be the f- most fun series of the playoffs. But I just I can't see Houston taking down a Golden State. I can't see anyone taking down Golden State except for LeBron James. I, I can see that maybe, but I don't I don't see I don't know. I think Houston would be the most competitive, and I think Houston would give them a run for their money. But I don't see I don't see anybody in the West beating the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. I don't. I don't see anything happening like that, but honestly, we'll we'll just have to figure out what's going on. Um. So so, what do you guys think the the final um of the the Spurs Houston series will be? I could see Houston. In, I'm gonna say Houston in six. I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, and, I'm 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 saying Houston in six or seven. I just. It's hard for me to think that LaMarcus Aldridge is going to keep playing the way he is in a Greg Popovich system. I feel like right now Greg Popovich is having – he always gets the best of his players, and right now he's having to adjust to LaMarcus Aldridge basically changing as a player from being a guy in the paint who can get buckets or whatever to being a guy who just doesn't do a whole lot for them. And I think that transition is what's hurting the Spurs. Yeah, I mean <sighs> – I don't want to jump on the Rockets bandwagon because I hate them, so I'm you, not you've going brandishing, to. You've been brandishing the Rockets are going to beat the Spurs since we started the podcast a year ago. <laughs> You're like, the, Spur- the Rockets are going to beat the Spurs in the playoffs. Which, by the way, the Rockets are in with the Spurs, um, <laughs> which I still stick with. If the Rockets do beat the Spurs, y'all owe me money or whatever the thing is. I'll give you We're just going to say money. No, I don't want your hug. Okay. And anyways, but I think at this point, Cold Shane, I think to get right past that. Do you know how many times he tries to hug people? Anyways, (laughs) okay. 
San Antonio, I think they just have, and I know I sound like a broken record, but they just have too much experience in the playoffs, and they got blown out. Yeah, that's great. Last year, the Thunder got blown out by San Antonio first game, too, and we came back and won that series. So I think it's just that they got a superstar player in um, Kawhi Leonard, and I'm I'm saying James Harden's also a superstar player, but Kawhi Leonard is more rounded, and I think their defense, and I know LaMarcus Aldridge has been, you know, not there, but um, hopefully he will come out, and they just have too many guys who have been in this situation so many times that I just... I can't see them not beating Houston, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Spurs in seven. I think this will go to seven. I'm gonna go with the Spurs, but I think this will be a very interesting series. This will probably be like the Thunder series last year, where it was like Thunder get blown out, Thunder blow out, Thunder get blown out, Thunder blow out. You remember? Yeah. And it was just like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Tim Duncan was like, yeah, this is the weirdest series I've ever been a part of. Yeah. Because it's like there, there's no close games. It's like all these blowouts. Which I is just weird, but I could see that happening with this series. Yeah, that might that'd be weird. And honestly, I I have the Rockets, and I know the Rockets are a really good team, and I said that they would be at the beginning of the year, but I hate them. <laughs> I mean, come on, James Harden is a is just screw his beard, screw it. I wish we had that Houston guy on here. That <laughs> <laughs> one dude bailed on us like thirty minutes before we recorded the podcast. Um. Yeah, uh, I wish James Harden would just shave his entire beard. Dude, and the only the reason, but the reason why he won't is because he de- he needs dental work, like really badly. James Harden just does not have teeth. Um, I'm, I'm not page. really one to talk about this, but he definitely James Harden's teeth are messed up, man. <laughs> he would fit <laughs> in well Will in Britain. Ferrell's teeth. Huh? Seen Will Ferrell's teeth? I don't think it. No, I haven't. Will Ferrell's just look up Will Ferrell's teeth one day when you're bored. <laughs> He's got nasty looking teeth, but uh, do you think do you think one day when he does shave his beard, do you think like Houston will just like take it and like hang it up in the? <laughs> just takes the I, whole beard. Honestly, I don't. I just don't like think preserve I'm, it I'm, I'm, and like have it like hung up <laughs> and like. like I, I don't think James Harden like ever shaves his beard. Man. One day, one day it'll happen when he's like eighty years old or something. He's gonna shave his beard because you know he's got like they know, win the they like win a championship or something. He's gotta shave it just to... if he wins a championship. I feel like he's definitely not gonna shave his beard. I feel what like I feel with... like it'd be like if he n- never won championship ever, he'd probably be like, okay, I gotta try something new. So he's like, I'm gonna shave my beard because all NBA players are so superstitious. Yeah, all athletes are super superstitious. So um. I could see that happening. Him being like, the beard's the reason that I suck. <laughs> like, he changed his beard becomes an all-defensive team player. He's an all-defensive team. <laughs> he, he, like, he can't, he he, like, can't like, hit a three. Yeah, he, like, completely reversed. Turns into, like, Andre Roberson. Yeah. Like, wins Defender of the Year, like, three years in a row. The, the day James Harden wins Defender of the Year is the day I'm no longer a Thunder fan. <laughs> is the day... The, the is the day... Rise in the East, or excuse me, Rise in the West... It's the day I want the Oklahoma City Thunder to go back to uh, Seattle. That's that's the day that he wins a De- defensive player of the year. Which, by the way, the LA Clippers need to get the heck out of LA. <laughs> where do you want the Clippers? This is random. To go? Where do you want nowhere. It's random, but gosh dang it, I hate the Clippers and that they're in LA. It drives me crazy that LA has two teams. I want them to go to Seattle. Just give Seattle their team back. What history does the LA Clippers have? They have nothing. They have a history of being a cursed team. Yeah. The Seattle SuperSonics have 
I mean, I don't want to give the thunder up, but these Tower Super Sonics have all this history and stuff. Just bring the Clippers over there. Just turn them into the Seattle Supersonics. Like, make a new era for Seattle, and just let's let's just forget about the Clippers. Let's forget about Blake Griffin and Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan and Dunk City. That's the only thing everyone's going to remember about the Clippers from now on is you know how close they were to doing anything and how like good they could have been. Well, doing some quick research here, Shaden. All right. Steve Ballmer lives in Washington, the owner of the Clippers. Boom. There you go. He lives in Hunts Point, Washington, which is, I mean, reasonably close to, I mean, much closer to Seattle than L.A. is it's right now. It's in Washington. Now, which is... But he's, I mean, it's it's like in the center, west western center side of, of Washington. So, yeah, why not? I'm just saying, if there's one team that needs to just relocate, it's the Clippers. At least that way they can be over there and, you know, they can be like, oh, you know, we have this awesome fan support because there, there's really not that much fan support for the Clippers right now because everyone in L.A. loves the Lakers. And you go in there and it's just they just cover up all the banners and stuff with like faces of Blake Griffin or Chris Paul. And it's just it's stupid. Yeah. The whole the whole Clippers Lakers thing I just think is really dumb. And I don't understand why they have two teams in the same place. And it just drives me crazy. Anyways, that was my little Clippers rant that yeah. I wanted to go on. Your pod, your and your weekly rant. Yeah, um, I mean, good for you, Shaden. You know, the Sonics still need a team. The Sonics need their team back, but it's gonna be it's gonna be weird because you know the Thunder own Sonics history. Like, it came with the team. So yeah, but we're not doing anything with that. It's not like the Thunder's like, hey, did you guys know the Sonics won a championship in like 26? What? In the 26? 70s, yeah, I believe so, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know any, like. I don't know anything. I just, I just think that it's just stupid. Let's just give the rights back to Seattle and let Seattle do their thing again. If they want to screw it up again, they can. I don't care about them. Like, who cares about Seattle? I'm going to get a lot of people mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, all right. Um, we were to finish off the podcast. I just have one more question for y'all. Uh, this is, this is also kind of random, but I was just thinking about this the other day. Who we, you kind of talked about this earlier. Who do you think will end up winning um, most improved player this year? Most improved player. Uh... Cause that's just something I was, we talked about this. Cause earlier. that's, a, that's a really hard one for me just because there are so many guys who have just you know kind of come out of their shells yeah. a little bit but there's also a lot of people like you saying JaVale McGee I thought was really interesting because I never really thought about it. that but JaVale has had a great year I don't think he will win but no. he really yeah, has had, you had a fantastic year we talked about who we thought was going to win the, the the all the NBA season awards but I can't remember who I said was going to be the most improved player Giannis. Giannis Giannis Antetokounmpo I mean honestly it's the best I can do with that name Probably. Yeah, I bet he probably will win it. Antetokounmpo's been... He's been... I mean, leading your team in every single category, that's just ridiculous. It is pretty ridiculous. Like, he's going to rule the NBA in a few years. Mm-hmm. Or at least the East. Because, you know, we all LeBron's going to start becoming a little... Baby. Someday LeBron will retire. Well, Someday. one of these days LeBron's going to have an injury. Like, he's... Dude's never been injured, man. That is true. I mean, one of these days, LeBron's going to have some type of an injury, and then I'm not saying his career will go directly downhill because Vince Carter's still out here at 40 or 41, just you know, Dunking playing ball, saying he's going to come back next year. You know, 
Um, Thunder need to pick him up, by the way. But, I, I mean, LeBron's LeBron. I mean, he, hey, he did have an looks injury. unstoppable. Huh? He did have an injury. Uh, 2014 NBA Finals, they, he had to be carried off the court because he ha- he was having cramps. Because it was it's too not. hot in the, on the it's courts. Not. It's not. <laughs> you all remember that? I remember that. <laughs> when I, they, I, I they remember literally that. had his team come, like, carry him off the court because it was too hot in the building. Hey, that'll never beat the Paul Pierce in a wheelchair. Oh, my gosh. That, and he comes Paul back Pierce. to play. Paul Pierce is the greatest. I love Paul Pierce sometimes. Um, and he's had a great career. Like, he's definitely going to the Hall of Fame. But have you heard it? Do you remember that? No. He it was during what it was during the playoffs at one point. Yeah, I don't remember I when it was. was. Might have been playing the Cavs. Might have been playing the Cavs. He got hurt, quote air quotes, um, and he's like on the ground, kind of freaking out. You know, people are all, all around him. Put him in a wheelchair, wheel him out of the court. Literally a minute later, like a minute later in the game, he comes out. Like he he's like holding like everyone thought. Oh my gosh, he's never gonna play again. He comes out like jumping around, like I'm ready to yeah, play again. He, he gets wheeled off the court in a wheelchair. In a man. wheelchair, like they brought the wheelchair on the court. Like he's like grabbing his leg, like like oh, every, everyone yeah. thought like his career's done. Like he just really messed up. In a minute later in the game, <laughs> he's like run out of court, like yeah, I'm ready for this. Kind of like freaking out, and just goes out and plays like nothing ever happened. That I love it when players do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm missing from this Thunder season. That's where, like, uh, Stephen Adams goes down, and he's, like, got his hand snatched backwards or something, you know, and then he just, just wheeled off the court for some reason, or he's just, like, metaflied it off the court. <laughs> metaflied it <laughs> off then, the court. Yeah, you know, like, Colton takes his plane, yeah. you know, and picks up Stephen Adams in the arena, and then takes him to the hospital, <laughs> and then Colton brings him back, and all of a sudden, Stephen Adams is just playing the second Stephen half, dominating. He just, like, parachutes Stephen Adams in. He's like, yeah, <laughs> just parachute him in with, like, the New Zealand and a, and a flag on the back <laughs> in Thunder Colors. Do y'all remember from a few years ago, the, uh, the Nuggets mascot like got parachute. He parachuted down like from the Raptors oh, yeah. there, and he passed out in the suit. Y'all remember what? that? Like nah. he he jumped down and was like par- or he was on like a, a zip line, like a wire or something. He's like hanging down, and then he just like the suit does this, and everyone's like, "Oh, what's going on?" He's supposed to be like dancing and stuff, and they just lower him down. And he like lands, and everyone like people like medics are coming out on the court like looking at him and he like passed out in the suit while he was like lower getting lowered and so he's just like hanging there just like like this passed out guy and they just lay him on the court i like i like how i think it was this season that rumble went from being right-handed to left-handed so obviously so they they changed guys in the rumble suit and nobody like there was never even like I'm surprised you noticed that i definitely did not notice that i only noticed noticed Royce young tweeted about it's like I see Rumble is shooting left-handed now. <laughs> it's like they must have changed Rumbles and not said anything about it. I bet well, Rumble changes all the time. Probably. That's what I want to do when I grow up. You know, be Rumble? Be Rumble. There yeah. you go. Anyways, on that note, we're going to finish this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, tune in next week where we're going to talk more about the, the playoffs. Hopefully some really insane stuff has happened. Hopefully. Um, yeah, by then. Anyways, thanks guys so much for listening. I'm your host, Shaden Smith. Colton Davidson. I'm I'm Calvin. I'm and, here. and that's Calvin. Thanks guys.